Hello and welcome to Weathering the Storm, a podcast to help us weather the storms of life by sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles, and I'm very thankful to be back with you. Today, we officially begin Season 2 of Weathering the Storm. After a few months of uh, taking off, we finished Season 1 in the month of February. And as we all know, once the month of March hit, everything got a little crazy here in 2020. Of course, I'm referring to the coronavirus pandemic that uh, took our world by storm and, of course, is taking our country by storm. And we have noticed a, a, a lot of negative things that have come from this virus. But not only has the virus caused a lot of issues, but we have a political unrest that seems to have been heightened with everything and also the racial tension that's going on in our country right now. And so it's been a very uh, disturbing year, to say the least. But even though there's been some negative things, there have been some positives that have come from this year. One of those positives is that we've been able to spend more time at home with our families. And I don't know about you, but I have really, really enjoyed that. God blessed us with two more beautiful girls. We had uh, t- My wife had twin girls in the month of April. And so now I'm a father of four, and I'm just so blessed and so very thankful uh, to be able to spend that time at home with my wife and with my children. And, and even though we haven't been able to meet publicly and services to God, we, we have a few times, but because of the pandemic, we haven't been able to. I've enjoyed worshiping at home with my family and being able to study the Bible together and pray more together and really try to strengthen the home and lead my family the way that God would have me to lead them. And so, again, there's been some negatives this year, but also some positives. And I hope that that, uh, through this podcast that you can find encouragement. Because, you know, 2020, if we had to label it to one word, we could say 2020 has been a storm. You know, all of this goes to show how everything can change in the blink of an eye. If you're like me, you like to have things planned out ahead of time. I had a sermon plan headed out. I had, uh, you know, my mind ready for spring training for Major League Baseball. I couldn't wait to to watch the Braves. Uh, I felt like they had a pretty uh, good-looking team this year, getting excited about uh, watching some ball and some different things like that. And then out of nowhere, this stuff hit. And again, it's, it's been a storm. And so how can we possibly adapt to a storm like we're facing in 2020? Well, that is kind of the goal behind this season of this podcast. In season one, we focused on weathering the storm of, and we discussed several different things. For example, weathering the storm of fatigue, of temptation, of doubt, of guilt, of depression, and so on. But this season, our goal will be to weather the storm by, and we're going to look at several different topics. I'm really excited about this season because I have a great lineup prepared with several guests who have graciously accepted the invitation to be a guest on this podcast. Several of the guests that will be on this podcast have podcasts of their own. So I'm hoping this will be an opportunity to, uh, for the listeners to this podcast to hear some other good podcasts out there. And hopefully they'll be able to go and listen to them and like them and, and give them the, the encouragement that you've given me. And I would like to pause and say thank you to all of you who have been listening to Weathering the Storm and sharing the episodes and liking the Facebook page. And and most of all, thankful for your prayers for this effort Uh, as we strive to spread the gospel, as we strive to strengthen the saved, as we strive to seek the lost, and ultimately 
as we strive to help everyone weather the storms that come their way in this life. Our goal this season will be to have guests on the show so there will be conversation and interaction. And I hope that that will be interesting and engaging and encouraging uh, for all of you. Our goal is to produce 14 episodes, including this one, and the first and the last will be solo episodes. And so I wanted to take the time in this episode to kind of explain where we're headed this season, uh, what kind of things we're going to be discussing, uh, and and uh, again, hopefully to help everyone kind of get back on track, if you will. Again, 2020, we have six months behind us now. We've got six ahead of us uh, to the end of this year, but I really do hope that the second half of this year can be better, and I believe it can. In this first episode, we want to discuss how we can weather the storm by running. Weather the storm by running. And then you may be asking, what does he mean by that? Do you mean we can run away from our problems? Are you suggesting that we can run ahead of this storm? Because we've seen that that's not going to happen. We can't run ahead of this virus. We can't run ahead of the political problems that are going on. We, we can't run away from these things. But friends, that's not what I'm talking about. When I say weather the storm by running, I'm not talking about running away. I'm talking about running the race that is set before us. If you have your Bibles with you, I invite you to Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, as we zero in on verses 1 and 2, and I want to share with you three points from this text, and the lesson will be yours. And again, hopefully this episode will help you weather the storm by running. Hebrews 12, verses 1 and 2. The Hebrews writer says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. I want you to notice with me that the Hebrews writer says, therefore. And any time you see the word therefore, you have to stop and see what it's there for. It forces us to go back in the context to see what's going on. Well, of course, the great, so great a cloud of witnesses refers to those faithful in Faith's Hall of Fame there in Hebrews chapter 11. By faith, they acted. By faith, they, they heard God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, Romans ten seventeen, And so they believed what God said, and they obeyed what God said. And we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Look at their faith, and look how they trusted in God. And the Hebrews writer then says, Let us... Lay aside every weight in the sin which so easily ensnares us. Looking back to the overall context of the book of Hebrews, this refers to their unbelief. For example, Hebrews 3.12, this spirit of unbelief and departing from the living God. The Hebrews writer wrote to exhort them not to do that. Don't go back to the old law. You stay faithful to Jesus and you keep moving forward. And that is what we have in this text as well. Notice after he says these things, he says, Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. So we're not running away from problems. We're not running ahead of them. We're running this race. We're meeting it head on. And so we want to weather the storm by running. Let's notice these three points together. Number one, if we're going to weather the storm by running, we need to make sure we are running with 
purpose. Notice the phrase, let us run. The word for run here in the original language suggests that we are to progress. So let us progress. You know, we can look at 2020 and we can sit back and dwell on all the awful things that have taken place, or we can progress. We can move forward. And that's a choice that we need to make. But you know, the Apostle Paul had something to say about running with purpose as he wrote to the brethren in Corinth. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 through 27, he uses the example of running a race. He says, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. In other words, run with purpose. Everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. And they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore, I run thus, not with uncertainty. No, 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 I run with purpose. Thus, I fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. Notice Paul says, I'm running with a purpose. And we as Christians need to make sure that we have a purpose behind our run. So we are to forget about these negative things that have taken place and let's progress. Let's move forward. And so we can weather the storm by running and by running with purpose. In the second place, we can weather the storm by running not only with purpose, but by running with persistence. Notice, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. The word endurance can also be rendered with patience. But we choose the word persistence here because of its definition. The word persistence is defined as firm continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. And you know what, brethren and friends, that's exactly what we need in 2020. With all that's going on, we need to make sure we have a firm stance, that we have a, a firm conviction that there may be firm continuance in this course of action, this Christian life, this Christian race that we're running, in spite of difficulty or opposition. Have there been some difficulties this year? Have you faced opposition in your Christian walk and your Christian race? I, I know that I have. But what are we to do? Are we to throw in the towel and give up? No, we are to run with purpose and run with persistence. Keep on running. The word for endurance I mentioned can also be rendered patience. It carries the idea of steadfast endurance, the power to withstand hardship or stress, especially the inward fortitude necessary. You know, nobody can run your race for you. Nobody can, uh, can determine your attitude. That's something that you have to do for yourself. And so I hope you'll join me that, that every day that you wake up, before your feet even hit the floor, that you pray to God that he will help you to run your race with patience, uh, that you will think before you speak, that you will think before you act, and that you'll ask yourself, would Jesus be doing this? What, am I exalting and bringing glory to God by doing this or saying this? And that way we can stay on track and, and we can keep on running this race, even though we have hardship and stress all around us. You know, the Christian life is not a sprint. The Christian life is a marathon. And if you've ever run a, a marathon or a long-distance run, you know it's difficult. 
when I was working for Knott's Logistics in North Georgia, we uh, several of us went and ran in a competition called the Tough Mudder. And it's exactly like it sounds. Uh, there was mud everywhere. There were different obstacles you had to do. And it was, I can't remember how many miles, but it was quite a few. And I remember running that and, and just how difficult it was and how sore I was for the next few days. But, you know, it was a struggle. It really was a struggle. But that's a, a physical example, a secular example. But the Christian life is also a struggle. In fact, Jesus said that we are to strive to enter into the straight gate or strive uh, to enter into that, uh, that difficult gate, Luke 13, 24. Now, what's interesting about that word strive is it comes from the root word agonize or agonizomai in the Greek language. And this word for race comes from that same Greek word, agonize or conflict. So as we piece this together, as we uh, are weathering the storm by running, we're running with purpose. We are progressing. We're doing so with persistence, with patience, with endurance. We are progressing through the conflict. That's what the Hebrews writer is encouraging Christians to do. Progress through the conflict. How? Do so with purpose. And do so with persistence. Don't give up. Don't give up. And that brings us to our third and final point. We've noticed that we are to weather the storm by running with purpose and by running with persistence. But we must also run this race with confidence. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. You know, we can have confidence as we run the race because we're looking unto Jesus. He's already run this race, hasn't he? He's run this race called life. Did Jesus have obstacles in his way? Did he have difficulties thrown in his, his race? Oh, absolutely. But what was the end result? What did he do? He endured. He despised the shame. And now where is he? <laughs> He's at the right hand of God. He's victorious. He was able to run that race so perfectly. Therefore, we can have confidence as we look unto him. In the original, this suggests that we are to look unto Jesus without distraction. And my, 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 how 2020 has been a distraction. And if our faith isn't where it needs to be, and if we're not strong, we can easily become distracted and fall right back into the world if we're not careful. And so we can run with confidence. We can look unto Jesus because he's been there and he's done that. The word for author here in the original carries the idea of being a trailblazer. And so Jesus is the trailblazer. He has blazed the trail that we are now running. Isn't that beautiful? He has blazed the trail for us. And if we stay true to him and follow in his steps, we can be victorious. The word for finisher is the word perfecter. And so Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. He is the trailblazer and perfecter. He ran the race perfectly. He has perfected the course. He knows exactly how to run this race. And so by looking to, up to him, we can have confidence that we too will be victorious in the end. And so in this first episode, again, I wanted to explain uh, where we're going this season, what we're going to try to accomplish, and to give you an example of how these episodes will go. Again, this is a solo episode, and the last one will be, but uh, throughout this season, we're going to have guests on the show. And brethren and friends, I don't know what else 2020 has in store for us, but I know that God is in control. 
And if we will keep our focus where it needs to be and keep moving forward, we can be victorious no matter what happens in this life. Thank you so much for listening. Looking forward to this season. Hope you are as well. I appreciate so much your prayers. Know that I am praying for you. And I pray that this effort will be pleasing to God and that he will receive all the glory. Thank you so much. And may God bless you.